yo, first and foremost, just want to say thank you so much, Joey, for the conversation. Um, this is a sit down that me, Tizzle, and Joey had uh, back in November, I want to say, right after he decided to go and become a full-time creative. Um, and I mean, we talk about all types of things, where he's at with his music, how he first got started making music, um, and what's next for him. So, yeah, it's a great conversation. Uh, one of our first, et cetera, with conversations that we have. And, um, yeah, just want to put it out to the world. But yeah, man, this, I mean, it's real important. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, no. it's like super professionally set up mm-hmm. adjacent, but this is informal. I'm glad that you was able to, like, we've been able to yeah. link up yeah. finally. Finally. Shit. You see what I'm saying? Full, you, full creative boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Sarab uh, the full creative too? Or no? Uh, not yet. No, He's not yet. On the verge of it? Yeah. I, I feel like he is. Yeah. What is it's that? It's scary times. You said what? I said, what is that? Full creative? Yeah. Um, like, what do you mean? You want to Yeah. Um, I guess just creatively funding everything now. So, like, I don't have a job to depend on, like, a check or anything like that to depend on anything else. It's just music for me and... Mm. All my music, my, all my money comes from... Well, congrats. Yeah. 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 That's I saw huge. you like tweet about it, and mm-hmm. like when you tweeted about it, it was right when yeah I was like going into the same phase or whatever. Mm-hmm. So shit's scary, bro. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> you it know is. what I'm saying? Is that what you made, Jenga? Yeah, yeah. So kinda. Uh, like this whole year though, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really like. I will probably say after. I released Tempo, which was like end of March or April, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "All right, so now I'm thinking we were, we are already like discussing. Me and my manager were already discussing like doing a tour um, in July, and so we are setting up everything for that. And then after the tour, I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to get out of here. Like, I like out of this job. I was like, I need to get out of here. I don't have any time anymore. Like, I want to go on tour again." I used up, like, of my 120 or 30 hours of PTO, mm-hmm. I used up, like, 80. Mm-hmm. I was gone. Oh, wow. like, so, I didn't have any more for the rest of the year until what would be mm-hmm. next May. So, I was like, nah, I got I to gotta get out of here. Mm-hmm. I, was taking, I was taking, like, random days off. I was just, like, going to the studio. So, I was like, nah, I got to get out of here. And then I just so happened to work on Jenga three, and after listening to it, I was like, "Oh yeah, it makes so it's already like, in like, your mind." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm once because originally I was gonna put it out either later or a part of another project." Mm-hmm. And then after like talking to my manager, stuff was like, "Nah, how about I just drop this one? I quit mm-hmm. <laughs> go full time." So yeah, because like Jenga three, he's like talking about like. Like the blocks falling and you know what I'm saying, like really going out. Actually, I don't know if I told you this. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about ETC like a, a lot, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like one of the playlists that I make it right, I have like seven or eight mm-hmm. playlists. It's just like yeah, I think maybe, I saw it. Oh, you saw the <laughs> yeah. one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of it, but I think it was a line from your yeah, song. Yeah, drop drop the blocks. Yeah, drop yeah. the blocks and mm-hmm. everything. And 
you just talking about like going out there really betting on yourself yeah. and like seeing how shit falls or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. And it's probably, but you know, that's one of the things like I really get bothered when people start talking about how Columbus doesn't have like a sound or doesn't mm-hmm. have like a culture or doesn't have like yeah. a, a vibe mm-hmm. and everything like that because it really do. You just got to pay attention to it. You got to tap into it and, and, and find yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, but it's that's something that a lot of people talk about in their music. It's like, Taking the the leap, mm-hmm. risk or whatever you want to say, like on it, I have. You know, there's only ten tracks and stuff right now, but like a bunch of J Do's, well, mm-hmm. a couple J Do's, some Soup, you know, I mean you, some Zay Finale, Trick, Liam Money, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just yeah, whatever. I digress. No, no, I. Hey, I'm just saying like that vibe. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? But again, like I'm, I'm a real firm believer that. What we're doing right now, like we're privileged to be alive mm-hmm. um, at the time that we're alive, because there's people that wanted to do what we're doing right now, but the climate just wasn't yeah. ready for it, you know. Yeah. And like, it is ready for us, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's, like, we got lucky. It, we, I mean, we got lucky, but it's also like a product of what we've done, mm-hmm. and like, you need this. And like just not taking taking stuff for granted. One like, mm-hmm. uh, I, even in the song, I was just like, reflection is something. Reflecting on darkened days when I knew I had nothing, and my today's was something I wished for. And like for that, I'm like, I don't want to cheat any of the steps anymore. Like of what I'm doing now, or even just like, always be on to the next. Because mm-hmm. like, there are people who want to be in my position right now. There's people who. There's even me, like, two, three years ago, like, I wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, like, I can't just cheat and look for everything else. I got to embrace this moment, like, and embrace the times that we're in because we wanted this, so. Bro, you mm-hmm. just said something so crazy just now. I don't even think you realize. I was just uh, tweeting about the other day. I was looking. Um, so, like, I wear hats, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like one of my signatures mm-hmm. or whatever. And... You go all the way back to one of the first pieces that I remember publishing out into the world. Um, well, I just remember writing like one of the first things that like I felt like was good enough to perform in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's called Fitted Cap, mm-hmm. and like it starts out. Um, have you seen me like talk about it before? I think I know. I seen you talk about like the Fitted Cap before, but never mm-hmm. the actual poem. Yeah, the cap. actual. Poem. Yeah, it was actually I read it at the very first Native Tongues. Mm-hmm. And, and inside of it, like it starts out like, "Have you ever been hated or discriminated against?" I have, like, on some mm-hmm. dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And um, like the first half of the piece is talking about like my history, like being bullied and mm-hmm. like feeling othered and all that type of stuff. Like the things that people used to fuck with me about, like my nappy hair mm-hmm. or like my um. I used to walk with like a really bad, uh, uh, not lean, but mm-hmm. like like it looked like I was always running. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to take off running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit is crazy. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm high-waisted. Mm-hmm. So, like, your clothes didn't always fit me right mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff or whatever. And, uh, it like, I would try and do whatever I could to um, belittle, like, my... Well, minimize my, like, insecurities and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, all right, let me do something so that I'm not, like, focus so niggas don't do this, don't do that or whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then I stumbled into my 
genius, if you will, superpower. I don't. I'm trying to think of the least cliche way of putting it. No. Yeah, it's like I'm really smart and I'm really good with my words and I'm really good at arguing and I'm really good at like, you know, crafting my words into messaging and shit like that, right? So, um, and like that's back when I started to fall in love with hip hop Mm -hmm. and I started falling in love with poetry and like whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and like I'm listening to Jay-Z and he's talking like on December 4th you know uh, you know like gears in and I'm mm-hmm. in the, like all this type yeah. of shit or whatever right and I'm like alright um, I started wearing hats and it was like my own style uh, me and my homies like we didn't wear fitted caps the way that everybody else did so mm-hmm. Side note, tangent. And this isn't supposed to be a backstory about me. Oh, no, no. I'm just (laughs) telling you this shit. Um, Like, back when I was, what, eight or nine, Mm -hmm. my aunt, who, she was always in D-Boys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, my cousin always had, like, the newest J's and everything. And my mom, like, she was like, yo, I want you guys to um, experience different stuff in life or whatever. I care about that more than buying material stuff. So, we were shopping at Kmart. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, you feel me? <laughs> Coles, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. Like. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so my aunt had bought me a hat. No, my cousin had bought me a hat. And I didn't know what a fitted was. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I didn't know, like, flat bills or anything like that. And, like, I knew that hats were supposed to have, like, brims that were, like, bent and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, I literally bit the hat. And it was like, yeah, it looked like a teepee. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> I look fucking ridiculous. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, um, and so, like, later on in life, like, when we started wearing them again, like, I stopped wearing them because I was, like, scarred. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, can't wear and shit. And then um, my friend DeAndre moved in with us, and we took the stickers off of the top of the hats, and we put them on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, is it the Dre that I was doing that with, or was Devin? I think it was Dre, though. Trek, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, like, people would, like, start, like, oh, you got, you know, you wear your shit different or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. But what I noticed is that niggas was talking about my style. They was talking about, like, something that I enjoyed, but mm-hmm. they weren't talking about me anymore. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so it was like, oh, this is dope. It's kind of like, all right, I'm doing what I want to do, but I'm also, at the same time, like, taking the target off of my back and, like, creating a proxy for you yeah. to attack and stand and shit mm-hmm. and um so like throughout this poem i'm journaling like how like that shit materialized and everything and at the end of the piece it says uh you know i i want y'all to see me like with all the glory and everything like if mm-hmm. i'm the most lit these are like literal words and stuff and so i'm the most lyrical one that's here that i want y'all to say it like i need y'all to see me make it like view me mm-hmm. as a sensation all the type of stuff or whatever and it's like as long as you're talking about that you're talking about my ego you're talking about like my skill set or whatever like blah blah you say whatever the fuck you want about that just don't talk about me yeah. or whatever and it's like yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah that's what I dreamt about mm-hmm. back in mm-hmm. 2009 or whatever mm-hmm. and then 10 years later like I look around at like all the shit that's going on and stuff in life and it's like, bro, this is exactly yeah. what the fuck I was asking for. <laughs> but that's not at all what I want anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like, my priorities have shifted, and it's been less about me, and now it's more about the city and about the community mm-hmm. and culture and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so. There's power in, like, realizing that you manifested what you have 
and then like once you realize that, it's just like oh, I can go ahead and sprinkle this like in other other places, and then manifest bigger things. Like, let's keep going. Yeah. I just realized that like literally yesterday. Like I have wanted these things that happen. Yeah. Like I speak these things, and if I believe the way I say I believe, why don't I put it all somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Like to where I really want to go. And there's also like power in like well, I don't even know if power is the right word, but like in trying to manifest or thinking that you want something mm-hmm. and then getting it and then be like oh this ain't really what I want yeah. at all like, but at least you tried it because how would you really know right. if you didn't no I'm saying like like the things that you think that you want mm-hmm. it's like nah that's not what you really wanted mm-hmm. like yeah. what you really wanted was something that was way more like you were thinking like super surface level when mm-hmm. you were like making those things like oh, I want to be super mm-hmm. rich it's like, bro, you get rich and then... But it, like, I think about, like, Jay-Z on, like, Picasso, baby. It's like, yo, like, I wanted all the, mm-hmm. the money and mm-hmm. the art and all that type of stuff. And now, Blue's on the kitchen leaning on a Picasso. Yeah. It's like, bro, cool. like, whatever, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's, shit's just different, like, once you get to that point or whatever. Yeah. And, like, in, in the way that I think about it, it's like, like, things are, I mean, not as, not as cliche as it sounds, but, like, levels, but, like, you you get to a level and you achieve that level and like now it's done now it's to the next level now mm-hmm. it's to the next level boom but like you all I, I feel like we gotta appreciate every level that we you know yeah. accomplish and like something that I I have this I have this like I think of everything in sports mm-hmm. so like Same. so like if I grow up and I play basketball if I make it to play college basketball, maybe I don't make it to the NBA. That's fine, though. But I played college D1 collegiate basketball, mm-hmm. like whatever came with that. Like it could be yeah. whatever height that I got to, I, I made it there. Mm-hmm. And like nobody could ever try to take that away from you ever because like, I did that. Mm-hmm. And maybe like somebody be like, oh, you ain't make the NBA, though. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. But I did what I need. I did what I needed to do. I served my purpose there. So boom, like that's that's how I feel with like a lot of a lot of stuff, and especially like how I'm here. How I'm here now. Like when I was fifteen, fourteen, when I first started to make music, I didn't want to release nothing at all. Mm. Like I didn't think. I remember, literally in a setting like this in my basement, my parents would come home, and. Or I'll be the first person that come home. Like between my brother, um, my, my other two brothers, I'll be the first one that come home. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me knock out a few songs, um, recording on my computer. Once everybody come home, I'm done. Like I'm done. I'm like I don't want nobody to know I make music. I want anybody to know. So you know like a like, secret. Yeah. When did you first tell them? Uh, I think they. I think my little brother found out because he was just like, "Yo, what are you down here doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm making music." And then, like, my older brother kind of, he already, he, he knew from, like, he knew I enjoyed poetry and stuff and, and stuff, but he didn't know that I was, like, actively making music. And at the time, I believe he was in, this is probably, like, 09, 2010, and so he's a freshman in college, or a freshman or sophomore in college, so, like... I would share stuff with him, but also in his mind, like, he's not trying to listen to his little brother's underdeveloped raps. Yeah. And like, so, but, like, my parents, they had no idea. And, like, I didn't want to tell them, like, yo, I want to make music, like, 
they didn't really see like a big a big picture in it so mm-hmm. like I just kept it a secret mm-hmm. and I, I never thought that I would share music with publicly to people so like it's almost to your point about just enjoying the moment that you're at the level that you reached to mm-hmm. the fact that you're even able yeah. to be in this space right now where you're getting full time well you're yeah. full time creative off it's like that's enough like already yeah but I've uh yeah, one thing that like I've kind of like married myself to is the idea of like being in love with the pursuit rather than the actual like destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because like if you're doing it because you love to do it, rather than you're doing it because you're trying to reach your goal, and like once you reach that goal, then you don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Want to stop doing that shit? Because right now it's like, let's say using your analogy again, if you're you know playing little league basketball and then. You know, go to high school basketball. Like, if you just like going hard, it's like, yeah. right, like I want to like be my best self. Win the day. I really love yeah. that you say that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every single day, win the day, and then it's like, all right, you progress to a point. Now you can go to college, mm-hmm. and then you can go to pro. Yeah. But if you don't, you still say it's cool because you still won the day like the entire yeah. time that you was mm-hmm. doing it and shit. And and like, like, I just want to be able to say like, I can always. Like someday, if I have a child, my music will be online like forever, mm-hmm. and they'd be able to be like, "Damn man, my dad made music, and like this is what my dad was talking about in his music, and like I'll be able to say, "Follow your dreams and do this and do this." Why? Because I did this when I was twenty five years old, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like that's that's, that's all so I really. Important, it is. Legacy. Yeah, like, that's the biggest reason why I tweet the way that I tweet is because like. If my, you know, skill set is words and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff, like, I got a document or something, yeah. I don't have enough time to sit down and write a book. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's 2019. That's not even the way that people consume content anyways mm-hmm. and stuff, you know what I mean? But even if it was, like, whatever. My shit's all documented. Like, I yeah. want my daughter to be able to go and say, yo, how did my dad feel, like, on my first day of school? Or how does he feel when, you know, he was going through shit and he was sad? Or how did he feel mm-hmm. when he was excited? Like, you know, yeah. what type of things did he dream? And then how did it come, like, true or whatever? Like, it's all documented. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't make music, you know what I'm saying? But I imagine that that's probably a similar feeling that yeah. you feel when you do your shit, based off of what you yeah. said. Yeah, like, just saying, like, like, and, and, and just being able to articulate to them, like, anything that you ever want to do is possible. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you want to do, I mean, within reason, but, like, whatever you want to do is possible. Go and ahead. you think it's only just within reason? I mean, no, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you, you like can this? do whatever, but, like, I also, if I say, yeah, I want to be in the NBA, I'm not going to be in the NBA. I'm 5'5", five, five, so. You could, like, though. Like, that's the thing, like, you maybe not play in the NBA, mm-hmm. but... There's other jobs inside the NBA. Like one of oh my, yeah yeah. One of my best well I won't say my best friends. One of my homegirls, she's a like a cheerleader mm-hmm. out in the well not in the NBA but in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it's like literally shares the same locker rooms, yeah. same field as you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or um, yeah, I see what you I see what you mean. Yeah, like, it's or, different. Yeah, like being a GM mm-hmm. or. Hell, just working like the in the marketing department. Mm-hmm. Like, there's ways that you can still be part of a culture without yeah. like actually being that player and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? I think that people and you could be a superstar too. Like mm-hmm. Rich Paul, yeah. For example, like 
He's not a yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's one of the most important people he's, in the NBA. He's that guy. Yeah. So uh, you know? Nah, like uh, I don't know him personally, uh, like, word. but he is that guy. Uh word, word, word. I mean, you know, you super connected this shit up in Cleveland. <laughs> no, no. You like <laughs> chance the rapper Cleveland. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I'm not that I'm it's, not that connected. <laughs> I mean, you are, but it's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that, I don't know. I'm not from Cleveland, so. <laughs> I don't know. But I would imagine that you would be. Maybe not with Rich Paul, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, amongst the yeah. city. Because, <laughs> like, is it your dad's, like. Yeah, my dad is the mayor of Woodmere Village. So, Woodmere is a suburb. Thing, a cool mayor. Yeah. Right. So. You're trying to die. Yeah, trying to downplay it. Like. <laughs> Sir, yeah. like, so I tell I tell people like yeah my dad's a mayor and some people be like oh man like mayor of Cleveland I'm like no like <laughs> it's it's not like Cleveland like oh well, okay so let me ask you this and if you don't want to like talk about like his political affiliations mm-hmm. and stuff it's cool I'm just saying mm-hmm. um, like if all right let's just uh, speak generically literally mm-hmm. if a convention were to come to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're yeah. talking about important people to invite yeah. from the city and the greater uh, surrounding area. Will he be one of the people that gets the invites and stuff? Uh, I yes. Think, man, I know that he would. Listen, I, mean, I worked in a political office and yeah. I see the invites and the letters but that like come through there. Invites, though. So, yes. No, everybody <laughs> doesn't get invited. And that's the privilege. Like, it's something I've had to wrap my mind around because, mm-hmm. like, I'm put in a lot of mm-hmm. places or whatever because I'm I come from yeah. like uh, certain connections and affiliations and stuff like mm-hmm. that and I was like oh this is regular like, mm-hmm. like what? Yeah. I walked into the Democratic debate um, when it was up in Worthington mm-hmm. earlier this year not Worthington Westerville mm-hmm. um, earlier this year whatever like in the VIP everything like that you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I'm just me but like it was very regular mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's not regular for everybody okay okay yeah <laughs> oh, he, he he gets invited right. look at him right <laughs> Right. I think we have to stop and remind ourselves that a lot of things we experience in the day to day, it's not regular for other people. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I always I had to take a step back <clears throat> and just look at my life because I recently got laid off, but I'm not really that sad about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like they yo, like them all. <laughs> yeah, like I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like looking around. Like if it was anyone else, probably they would be freaking out uh-huh. in survival mode. And I'm like, this isn't regular. Like yeah. If I'm pretty sure, like, if you were to get kidnapped, which I hope it never happens, uh-huh. like, you have political connects. So, yes, your dad is plugged in. <laughs> I hope. I don't, <laughs> they don't got those connections. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that y'all need to find out. You right. know what I'm saying? Hey, but, I said I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, but I ain't trying to, you know what I mean, just... Yeah, like... He, at all, like, paint you, like, oh, yeah, you just got it all made yeah, on the sure. like that. Because I think that you've worked for everything mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you've gotten, yeah. like, to, to this point. Mm-hmm. I'm just. It was like, a joke. Call yeah. me Chester. <laughs> you get that a lot. Yeah. That, that comparison. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I got that a lot. Like earlier, like mm. way when I first started and stuff. Like people like, uh, Chance rapper. Like I'm like skin. I got mustache. Like yeah. you kind of like, like, resemble. Yeah. I wasn't gonna yeah, say it. Yeah, similar, his voice. But, like, yeah. But like I used to get that a whole lot, but not as much. Not so much in the wear hats. No, I don't even like the number three. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to wear hats a lot. He likes the number three out on yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't wear them now. Like, I 
I'm, I'm trying to get my hairline back. So what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> because I've been wearing them so much, like since I was a little kid, I used to wear hats all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I used bro, to be. I'd be worried that like I'm gonna go bald like, yeah. right here. He's no worried. Literally, yeah. literally right here and then right here, because I used to just instead of like sitting them right here, it'd be like boom, mm. and they're like, yeah, that's it. It rubs away. You could oh, be wow. changed for like Halloween. You should be. <laughs> I'll be a little brother, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever works. <laughs> if you can pull it off, yeah. But yeah, like just find a woman that you love and yeah, no, get my and wife. then run around and tell her how much you love her. <laughs> so like, that'll I mean, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chance the Rapper, bro. Let me yeah. chill. I uh, like talking about manifesting. Um, I said on Twitter a couple years ago that one day that me and Chance are going to do business together, like mm-hmm. uh, as like. Uh, representatives from Chicago and Columbus mm-hmm. and like that connection gonna happen. I don't know how yeah. it's gonna happen it will but I feel like that's gonna happen yeah cause it is yeah so let me not talk shit about <laughs> I really do fuck with Chance like, somebody yeah. gonna pull this out from the lost it's files like, like, like hey, remember that shit that you were saying bro <laughs> time stamp and all like. yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> let me chill again um fuck bro you like the music that you've made in the past? Yeah. Like, yeah. you like all of it? Uh, for the most part, yeah. But, like, like I said before, like, everything had its its own purpose mm-hmm. for, like, mm-hmm. when it, like, there's some stuff I listen to now, like, oh, that's cringe right there, it's bad, mm-hmm. it's, like, not mixed well, like, I didn't rap well on it, mm-hmm. like... I could have recorded more takes and stuff like that, but that's also part of the journey, like mm-hmm. to the point where now, where I make music now, I'm in a different, I'm in a whole different space. Like I learned so much from my past that, like, it's, it's a lot of stuff I can't really just go back and be like, oh, I change this or make this differently. I got a wild take about you. I've never told this to you before, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever said it publicly either. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna say it now. I think. That you might be one of the most underrated, like, artists from Ohio in general, mm-hmm. especially here in Columbus, but also, like, one of the most well-rounded, like, like just people that you can trust to go out there and give a really good performance, give energy to try new shit and everything on the records and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Um, and so, like, I enjoy listening to your music. But even more than enjoying listening to your music, like, I enjoy listening to how, like, your music has evolved over the years and stuff. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I was asking if you liked what you've made in the past. Mm -hmm. Because, like, sometimes I think that, I mean, you get caught up in the moment and stuff, you know? It's like, oh, like, your most recent shit is your best shit. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're loving it, you're loving it. And then you go back and it's like, nah, bro, that shit was cool and everything like Mm -hmm. that, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I, I just was wondering if you had... Any elements of stuff with that. Like, for example, Trey, like, you know, I think that he's making the best music of his yeah. career and stuff right now. He's like, so it's phenomenal. <laughs> but I think that he'll agree that, like, yeah. like, some of the music that initially made me a fan of him, like, back in the early 2010s and everything like that, he would be like, bro, this shit is trash. <laughs> garbage. Like, like I, I have this one song, uh, 40 Ounce, and this was back when I was, like, 19, 20, and, like, and this is, I was at, at Denison, and I became, like, the dude who drinks 40s all the time. Mm-hmm. So I made a song called 40 Ounce. 
and that's nigga shit. Yeah, <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Like, and like so, and, and it was weird because it was like a predominantly like actually <laughs> almost like eighty to ninety percent white people, but like I was the dude that would come to the party just fortyed up back home fortyed <laughs> up like. So I made t-shirts, everything, and, like, that was my whole persona. And a whole bunch of people was like, yo, I fucking love Joey H, the 40 rapper, blah, blah, blah. And I made t-shirts, and it got to a point, like, it, I have a song where it's like, I made an anthem for 40s and got a stack for it. <laughs> and literally, off of selling t-shirts, I probably made, like, a grand off of t-shirts mm-hmm. at Denison. Mm-hmm. And just selling t-shirts all over and shit. And, uh, like, it was, it's weird now that I listen to that song, I'm like, that doesn't go with, like, who Joey H is now. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't go with who Joey H was, like, three years ago. Like, I don't, I, I kind of, like, want to push past it where people <laughs> like, oh, 40, 40, you gonna make the shirts again? Are you gonna perform 40 ounce? I'm like, nah, bro, mm-hmm. like, I'm not 19 anymore. Yeah. But that and, helped you get here. Yeah. Not that you was drinking at 19 or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That was just his persona. Right. Mm. Faking it. Yeah, I was yeah. Yeah, fake it. You know what I mean? <laughs> food coloring in it. <laughs> well, I guess it's stuff like that where, like, a lot of the songs that people liked before, I'm like, oh, this now sounds way better, but it may not connect with people as much. Like, um, like, and I'm also content with that, too. Like, something that I've started to think about more and more is about like having a catalog Mm -hmm. longevity and like at the end of the day now with our phones and everything like what's new I mean like there's no yeah because like bro I'm listening to new records I've never heard before from the 90s and the 2000s and shit it's like it doesn't really matter when it comes music comes out too fast anyway yeah and like I've been listening to Common a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm listening to that in 2019. At like, I'm, which album is that? I'm thinking uh the one with um Resurrection on there. Is that like Water for Chocolate? No, no, no. This no, is no, no. Uh, right before. Uh, uh, but it's uh, I used to love her. Yeah, I used I'm to love her. Is on here. <laughs> is um. So yeah, I've been listening listen. to that a lot, and I'm like, that came out in what 1999, probably or or 94 or five. Well, I got titled, <laughs> <laughs> you know but like it's it's uh it's it's crazy that like music stands at that test of time, and we're able to just go from one song. You don't have to take a CD out and put it in like literally whatever. type something yeah. in just to go back mm-hmm. to that. So, so like people could listen to Rope Break tomorrow, mm-hmm. and like you talking about Resurrection, yeah, from '94. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out '94. I listened to it in 2019, heavy. So, Brett, like, all right, damn. I want to talk more about like your music and shit. I meant to tell you about ETC, like when mm-hmm. before we started talking about yeah. your career and everything like that, because I didn't want for. Like I like to put this out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to turn to like a commercial for ETC. Oh no! But fuck it, <laughs> you know. <what> I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, while we was making ETC, um, 
developing it, I was just thinking, I was looking around at like all the shit that we was doing with like flypaper, mm-hmm. um, with like the Clash of Titans, mm-hmm. with uh, um, these are early days like Orange Soda Native Tongues, and I'm like, bro, we're looking at these years that we're having here in Columbus, and they're like banner years, and I mean, it was more like, uh, do you remember the, uh, help me out, uh, with Corey Parks, he headlined it, Vader performed, it was right after, uh, uh, 20 Skulls Before Nicks came out. Uh, fuck. And this is my whole point, though. Well, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a whole point. Yeah. We can't remember. So. It, was, it, was, it was at Rice Patties. It was one of the best hip-hop events I've been to here in Columbus. I think... Uh, uh, Fabby was hosting for it. Fabby. Ainsley helped to organize the joint. It was outside. I it was think, like outdoors, indoors. In that... Okay. Because yeah. I think... Uh, I think Vern performed. Vern did perform. Big uh, James performed. Yeah. Wait. Okay, yeah. I do was remember Was it cold? That. Yeah, it was cold. I was there. It's, yeah. Bro, yeah. Was, ah, man. I'm going to kick myself. I forget what the name it. of it was, but I do remember it because I remember they had the commercial for it yeah. and everything. Man, what the fuck was this event called? I still have the merch and everything mm-hmm. in my closet and shit right now. I'm not going to go look for it because I don't <laughs> want to make you wait. But like, you see what yeah. I'm saying? But, oh, man. And I still wasn't even here. Like, I didn't move here yet. So that had to be 2016? Yeah. yeah. 2016. Because it, it was shortly after I had Sylvie. Man, hold on. Let me see if I can. Bro, my Twitter analytics and shit. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm really able to just go and find shit. <laughs> I'm not able to find it, though. <laughs> I had a typo on it. Fuck it. Uh... It's just really gonna bother me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like the grog shop, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something like that. Like, the something. Mm-hmm. If Vangela ever listens to this, she's gonna cuss my ass out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of my whole point, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, Brett, there's these banner moments and stuff that have happened yeah. in the city. And if nobody remembers them, like, what the fuck was the point of it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like it's fire mm-hmm. like I have great memories from it I just I didn't even tell y'all what the name of the event was I just described it and you guys were both able to yeah. reconnect yeah. And it, like it took yeah. you back to a time and shit like clearly it stuck with us and we can't even like think of what it was of yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. that was a problem but, for me but I think it I think it's also really cool that we're able to just have that that moment too where like I know I know exactly like Hearing Corey Parks do uh, "Got the Glow," yeah, he did that. Like that, I saw OG Vern crowd surf. Mm -hmm. Like I got to connect with a lot of people that I didn't know. I'm still relatively new to Columbus Mm -hmm. at this time. I wouldn't. I didn't even move here yet, and um, like, I saw a rice patty in a different light Mm because it was it was dark outside <laughs> and like the other time I was there it was like light it was, it was a day festival type thing so like oh yeah for two by two yeah so that was it was it's cool that we're able to like just remember those moments like I I hope people remember and I know they will but like being like oh man I remember I remember uh I remember Manny Fresh was in, in Columbus what was what was the name of that event blah 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 that shit was lit it, it was a festival outside, like, mm-hmm. but you remember, like, the moment. And I think that that's, like, I think that's important. 
the thing is though is that people don't always remember the moment you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. like we'll we'll loosely remember it and shit like and if you weren't there then there's no record of it mm-hmm. and like that was the problem that I feel like mm-hmm. uh, Columbus has or had um, cause I fixed the problem um <laughs> soft flex <laughs> <laughs> you see how <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, it was like a... Bridge the gap. Yeah, yeah, like, bro, there was crazy shit happening in the 90s, the mm-hmm. 2000s or whatever. Like, Columbus hip-hop did not, was not born in 2015. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah. But I can't tell you none of our history. Mm-hmm. And I went to New York, and I was uh, like walking around the streets there. And Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trans Brooklyn, you see what I'm <laughs> Yeah, so I was walking around and I'm seeing like these landmarks and stuff uh-huh. that um, they're so familiar for me. And it's because like I hear about them in the songs yeah. and all that type of stuff. And it's like, bro, I know their history. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me like be able to. I'm okay. like, a boy from Columbus or whatever that mm-hmm. like feels a connection to Brooklyn, a city mm-hmm. that I've only been to once now. You see what I'm saying? Why? It's because their history has been communicating stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like thinking, how can I really like help to build pride in the city is mm-hmm. history matters like yeah like that's the mo- when we talk about things that we're upset with in america is like how you know history. it's written out of history or how history tries to prop up white people as like mm-hmm. the great heroes and saviors yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and we had like a huge like gap and shit there or whatever. Mm-hmm. so it's like all right Let's figure out a yeah. way to document what's going on. We was doing the podcast before Tahiri came on, and um, and we were doing a year wrap up, mm-hmm. and we didn't remember what came out. This is last year. We didn't remember what came out in hip hop in January or whatever because mm-hmm. music comes out so frequently. Yeah. So I went to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. And I just looked, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it was like we didn't know when uh, Common's album came out we just opened up our phones and looked and look, yeah. there was nowhere that you could look mm-hmm. for Columbus Records mm-hmm. and, and just find like alright what's everything that's yeah, going yeah. on this year what's you know you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know that was a problem for me so mm-hmm. it's like alright let's fix that fix it too. so like and that's real cool like I don't I don't want that that to go by without like saying like that's that's cool and the the idea that you're saying like for a history standpoint because yeah. like no nah, that's that's real shit yeah I just um, one of the things I was working on last night is putting together like a welcome deck or whatever for like my employees for mm-hmm. ETC cause mm-hmm. um, just making sure that everybody completely understands like the vision and like mm-hmm. what it's all for um, but like I spelled out exactly what it is or whatever and it's like that that thing I just said with the local creative community like not having a history documented mm-hmm. and being fragmented um, and then also, like I keep on saying the word infrastructure, and that's because, like, do you know what, well, let me ask you before I explain it, mm-hmm. this is just like market research, I guess, Like when I say infrastructure, like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind, if anything? Like, when it comes to just music, or just... No, like, if I say, like, I'm, I'm building infrastructure for the creative like the foundation. Word. So, like... I think about it. You live up on the north northwest side mm-hmm. of Columbus. Yeah. Imagine if there's no three fifteen. I live here in Berwick. Imagine there's no three fifteen. There's no seventy one. There's I'm no seventy. I'm going back to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Damn, that's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, we yeah. need Joey H, no, so three fifteen that are not <laughs> right. Fuck this place. He only came <laughs> for the highway. Yeah. <laughs> you love all the construction we have, don't you? <laughs> this nigga, man. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. He's been talking the trip. You know what I'm saying? I swear. Um, but no, it's the idea that, like. If there isn't the highways to take you from, like, you might not know anything about what else is going yeah. on in the city and mm-hmm. shit. And the only people that you'll be talking to are people up in your neighborhood, yeah. in your community, all that type of stuff. And if you don't know anything that's going on down here, then when I come to you, it's like, yo, Columbus is lit as fuck. I'm like, where? Yeah. What Columbus? Yeah. <laughs> I see that shit online, Oh, my gosh. All that the time. Me. And, and I'm so... I feel like I'm... <laughs> Like, and it sounds really weird for me to say this, but, like, as an artist, I'm not going out to seek new music like mm-hmm. that. Because a lot of times I'm listening to my own stuff or just, like, what yeah, I... Yeah. No, that doesn't, that doesn't sound weird at all. Like, just what I want to, like... I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just listen to, like, what I, like, feel good to. And and then, like, a lot of times I take everything off my phone. Like, right now I just have my music on there because I need to... Every time I'm in the car, I need to listen to my own shit to figure out what I can fix and, and change and shit. But, like, the group of people that I do know in Columbus that make music, and people were like, man, Ohio, Columbus don't have good music. I'm like, yeah. what are y'all, like, a couple I literally, I get to? so offended, I pull out my phone, like, what about this? And you to? Hear this. Bruh, I get it. I used to, um, well, a couple weeks ago, I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. Yeah, like because I said shenanigans. Yeah, it wasn't even shenanigans. I, didn't, I don't I think it was shenanigans. Put the music that's being made in Columbus mm-hmm. up against any city, and like yeah. we can go toe for toe. And people were like, no, no, yeah. no. And then I was asking, them, I was like, yo, well, have you heard this song? Have you heard this yeah. song? Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know this? And people was like, yeah, they don't got shit since uh, L.E. and Fly Union. I brought L.E. hasn't gone by L.E. since 2013 <laughs> or whatever. Like, ain't doesn't make music anymore. Yeah. Like. You're not plugged in with the scene. Yeah, that's okay. Well, it's not okay. Well, it is okay. It's okay that you don't know mm-hmm. whatever. And like that's kind of yeah. my whole thing is that you just don't know. And I I think about again without the highways and stuff, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't be able to navigate yeah. the city if not for knowing the back roads and stuff like that. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's the same way in the creative community. Yeah. If somebody's not, if you know the right people. Like, anybody can come, like, get asked all the time. <laughs> Yo, who's making shit in Columbus that's dope? Whatever, mm-hmm. and I can rattle off names, like, like that. Or whatever. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm tuned in, I'm yeah. plugged in, and shit like that. But if you were to ask my little sister, who's also from Columbus, like, she's not plugged into the... And so she wouldn't be able... So if you mm-hmm. go ask her... See, look, a Columbus native doesn't even know what the fuck's going on here and everything. Yeah. So I wanted to make it easier for the people that want to be connected to the city to be connected to the city. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what ETC is. That's when, when I say, like, infrastructure, that's what I mean. Um, it's a subscription service. Uh, it's like you pay $6.14 a month, right? And... Oh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, Gotta you, support. <laughs> right. You pay $6.14 a month, and weekly you get multiple uh, email newsletters and everything. We're working on an app type system where like it comes push notifications instead mm-hmm. of emails like really I have a vision for it to be like the bleacher report of like the creative scene and stuff. Yeah. you see what I mean um, but we'll send out emails one email will just have like content and stuff in it like yo here's um, 
any new drops and stuff mm-hmm. that's happened like over the last week or yeah. you know new singles or um music videos or upcoming shows mm-hmm. or um new art collections or new restaurants is opened or new venues or mm-hmm. whatever or anniversaries you know four year anniversary of starstruck the two year mm-hmm. anniversary the tongues you see like that yeah. type of shit away just to let people know about it mm-hmm. and then um there's another email that goes out every week where it's all the podcasts from the city that are like podcasting and like creating news creating content and stuff it's like people want to know uh, what are people talking about so here's you could pick and choose or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. and then another one where we're sending out playlists it's like what you said mm-hmm. you know there's so much music out it's almost a reverse effect of what shit used to be like you know yeah. what I mean like once upon a time you wanted the freedom to go and find whatever music that you wanted to mm-hmm. and you didn't want to go through the radios or like the DJs and stuff like that saying I want to go find it myself and now there's so much music yeah. that it's like you have to turn towards mm-hmm. the tastemakers and yeah. be like to see what's hot and what can should you help I like, yeah. I don't even know where to fucking start yeah. you know and as long as the music's good I think that people will be happy with exactly. being like told to listen to something mm-hmm. you see what I mean Yeah. and, and so, if they respect the person's opinion like exactly so like one thing we created at ETC is like a playlist network or whatever mm-hmm. where there's like one living playlist says uh, just everything Columbus and it's cumulative from it's gonna be annual every year and even like new drops and stuff mm-hmm. curated like yeah. we're not putting trash on there and it is gonna be editorialized in that regard but um like anything that's like from all genres well not all genres all genres of hip hop mm-hmm. you sound yeah. like yeah, trap Boom, bad, yeah, and everything in between. Um, like you can put it on there, and you can just hit shuffle. You know what I mean? Cause just hear this, oh, and then yeah. you know it'll be like a top twenty-five playlist that gets updated. Maybe not top twenty-five, but they gets updated every month, mm-hmm. and like it rotates out the new music and everything. So you can go and check that out. Yeah, and then there's just music and playlists where it's like rainy days. Mm-hmm. And like here's some shit that you could drive around on, or yeah, you know, play this on six seventy when mm-hmm. the sun. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that type of stuff, <laughs> or like cupping season where mm-hmm. you know you'll have your snow allegra on there you'll have your summer walker on there your drakes mm-hmm. and like your uh tory lanes and all that but then you also have kent and you yeah. also have sarab mm-hmm. and you see what i'm saying yeah. and it gets like integrated and stuff in there so i don't think anybody including me wants to only listen to columbus music mm-hmm. i think that what everybody or most people or a lot of people want is for the ability to find Columbus music easily. Yeah. The good Columbus music. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But um, ETC is so much more than just music though. Mm-hmm. You know, is I, I think the creative community is bigger than just the sounds that we hear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's other tiers. So you go up one more level. Now you're paying 20 bucks a month. Invariably, it might be fifteen. Mm-hmm. We're still working on things yeah. or something. <laughs> um, but you get all that content that I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. and you also get access. Oh shit! I didn't even tell you. Well, I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> you get access to one event a month too. Mm-hmm. So, like a Native Tongues or a Orange Soda or a Just Friends mm-hmm. or a Sangha Hangout or so yeah, on and yeah. so forth or whatever just make it really easy like imagine you walk up to the venue or whatever you're an ETC member and it's like alright it just walks straight in it's already prepaid whatever it takes the we're telling you where the events are mm-hmm. 
taking away the complication of like having to pay for all that type of stuff yeah. or whatever and you're already a part of the network you go up another level it's 25 bucks a month mm-hmm. and now you get three events you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying so it's like ways for you to go out and participate yeah. and then on the higher levels you know there's a $50 a month and a $100 a month level and we actually have subscribers that are already on that top tier and shit mm-hmm. right for them you get merchandise and stuff every month and stuff too so me personally yeah I'm wearing Columbus right now yeah <laughs> like uh, I tried to oh I want to get to a point where my closet is completely Columbus yeah. like I yeah. don't want to wear nothing else because I think that there's enough fashion here that you know what I mean yeah. and there's a lot of people say well I don't even know how to get it so like we'll go out you said what no I just like <laughs> went yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just like I, I just sometimes I just don't understand when when people say like, I don't know how, I don't know where, because like, I wasn't even from here. Like I'm not from here at all, mm-hmm. and and like yeah, I'm around the creative people all the time. But like even when I was at Denison, which was like twenty from 2012 to 2016 like in the later years when I started to come to Columbus more I saw a mouth everywhere it was like yeah. what the fuck is mouth mm-hmm. it's like, like what oh. about connect I saw connect a little bit mm-hmm. but, or Madison yeah like Madison Star- you know yeah, I just Star- started about Starstruck like two years ago yeah me like you said that's same. me like beat huh I said same yeah and like I'm super invested in yeah but it's again there's just no infrastructure to get the mm-hmm. word and stuff out to people mm-hmm. and shit you know what I mean I just want to make it easier for people yeah, to yeah. be consumers and like really everything that we do at ETC people ask me like yo why should I pay for that and it's like yeah you can go and get all this stuff like yeah. by yourself or whatever it's like we're just coming here to make it easy and convenient for you to mm-hmm. make the process like seamless so you, you don't even have to think about it and then even more this is what Sam's going to come back to uh, one of my visions for what we can do is like go and work with artists to create like extra exclusive content and stuff too like have lyrics and lyric breakdowns and stuff mm-hmm. like on the side like a genius if you yeah. will um, to be able to get like the backstory mm-hmm. on project, <clears throat> excuse me, on projects and like mm-hmm. the the making of albums yeah. and stuff like that. To be able to perform like um, docu, well not perform, but to produce documentaries or whatever. Like yeah. the, the making of or um, the last native tongues, for example. Like we recorded the entire set mm-hmm. or whatever, and be able to put that type of shit out. Yeah. Like so you can listen to it on a podcast or whatever. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that deep dive of to really get into the you know what I'm saying yeah yeah no like, and, like if you go to etcbyus.com right now like you'll find the archive and this is all free um you'll find the archives already updated with like over 400 credits you're in there yeah, and everything. yeah. <laughs> I saw like a few people on there. yeah um cause there was nowhere that you could go to mm-hmm. just find like you know, who's yeah. making shit in the city or whatever just broken yeah. out by category and like just having mm-hmm. that as a resource and stuff. And um, I like I'm just gonna interject real quick. Like that's cool because like, like you can look. Up, I'm just gonna speak on myself. Like you can Google Joey H right now, and like I don't have a Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Only thing that you get is my website, and right. like I'm not gonna. For me, I'm not. I don't want to put everything on my website because I want everything to be kind of like simple for mm-hmm. just yeah. user friendly. Exactly. But like. 
Like having a hub, having a hub, yeah. like somebody can be like, oh, this came out, this came out, this came out. Because I'm on Wikipedia, like, exactly like, once a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, easily. You know, as well, like, uh, Fabby Rotten, he used to go by Fabrice A. Mm-hmm. And but I'm still mad I can't remember that name of that event. He used to go by <laughs> Fabrice A. Um, him and P. Black. Like mm-hmm. they were some of the first artists that like I really found and fell in love with here in Columbus. Um, thanks to J Dos, he put me on yeah. to uh, P Black. P Black was in the same collab with uh, Fabby underneath uh, Beta. Mm-hmm. That name is Ellie Pena and Cool. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't find those mixtapes anywhere. You can't find. Yeah. It's always sunny in Columbus. You can't find chicken and waffles. You can't find the art show. I got them on my hard drive because I was yeah. actually on the streets and stuff back then. And you know, with the zip file era, the mixtape yeah. era. Um, Media no, fire. Yeah, it's like, bro, if somebody <laughs> wants to come into Columbus culture, bro, Concord Rolling is a classic record from the city. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Who's and, that? See? No, I was going to say, I don't even know that. Yeah, Concord Rolling. It's by P. Black. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Uh. It's amazing. It's an mm-hmm. amazing record. And there's nowhere that you can go to find it. So I want to also house, like, old like oh, records, records yeah. and like back catalogs and stuff mm-hmm. on etc too so that people can really dive in like what you were just saying about a uh, comment or whatever i love title like mm-hmm. i really do i love like apple music and spotify and all that type of stuff but i'm also you know cognizant that you know they have like the title rising or whatever and you have to you know be a part of that system or whatever and most people don't have to say love for columbus that Somebody like me does. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? So maybe eventually they'll get around to showing service and everything to our artists, but that doesn't mean that our story shouldn't be told yeah. in the meantime. Yeah. And like we don't have to wait for somebody else to come and do it. Yeah. We can do it ourselves. You know what I mean? And I feel like I find myself talking about ETC and the infrastructure that you created. When people say these things like, oh, there's no one to work with in the city or nobody's serious about their craft or mm-hmm. um, they send out tweets, who, who I need a producer for this. I'm like, well, you should go to this website here and mm-hmm. search. Like there's categories that you can just go through here. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people and it's still growing because um, you're never it's never going to run out of creatives to put onto yeah. this infrastructure because every day someone's going to realize like, okay, this is my calling. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So you're always able to put yourself out there in like the same way you think about everything in sports. I come from the profession of like small business marketing. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of synonymous with being like a local artist and still up and coming because like you said, if you want to Google yourself, like, if you're just starting out, all you have is your, your Twitter and yeah. that's filled with mostly like your day-to-day thoughts, which mm-hmm. may not be, you know, very yeah. productive towards your career. Mm-hmm. If you have a page on ETC, like that is creating your presence. That's yeah. creating like your quote unquote, like listing, like a Google mm-hmm. My Business listing. Yeah. That's creating your presence and where it all starts. And that's important as well, because if I find a new artist, I want to go find all your stuff. Yeah. But somebody like, hears you like performing the open mic and say, yo, Go, yeah, yeah. Go like, where can out. I find this? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. and like, I want to have link backs to like all of your your pages, like on Title, Apple Music, and everything from ETC. Like, I want to go back to your website from ETC. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, just have it build from there. Just want to put all the information right there for yeah. people to go and like access your shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, not your shit, but anybody, yeah, anybody, yeah. yeah. It's just making less excuses for people to say that they don't know or that it doesn't exist or they can't find it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really a one-stop shop for all facets of creativity. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
one of the things I want to do with it, like there's three tiers of it. So there's like the consulting service, which is really just like a uh, a uh, a brokerage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a creative brokerage. Like what Tierra is saying. Like, all right, I need to get my album mastered. Mm-hmm. I say, oh well, you know, we have a list of all the engineers yeah. in the city. Here, go mm-hmm. connect with them and stuff like that, right? Um, so that's like the consultant side for the creatives, just connecting people's like. You might have everything that you need, but you don't have a publicist, whatever. So it's like, all right, well, here's a publicist over here, yeah. and you can go connect there. Or it's like, all right, I'm a, a solid-ass actor. I got all my marketing. It's all dope. My music is beautiful. I have a manager, everything like that. I want to go on tour uh, across the state of Ohio and everything. So you can use ETC to be connected with somebody that can organize a tour and stuff where mm-hmm. you get you the bookings and all that type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, and it, again, it goes more than just music artists. Mm-hmm. Cause it's the same thing. Um, Native Tongues is using ETC right now to like organize as LLC and to like get all that type of stuff structured and like all. The, you see what I mean? Yeah, it's really across the board um, in terms of that. But then beyond that, there's the archive, which I already talked about, which is like just access to content and all that type of stuff. And then there's the get back element. Because, like, with Native Tongues and Orange Soda and Flypaper and everything, like, I um, didn't start or wasn't participating in any of that type of stuff with the goal of making money. And so I started making money off of it, and I was like, I felt guilty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like, dead ass. And so I would be on Twitter, I was like, All right, I'm just going to give it away. <laughs> you know I was like, no, dead ass. And, like, I would see people on the timeline, and I would only give it to people that weren't asking for it explicitly. It was just like, you know, like, yo, I really need a new planner or oh, I need a computer or oh, I need mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Now a DM on like, all right, I got that for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you serious? Yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it just, that's not really a functional model and everything mm-hmm. to just give away money. You got to organize it. Giving away computers? Yeah. <laughs> I bought a couple computers for people. Oh. Yeah. Don't act like you're not using my computer. Using and giving are two different things. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, right? it, you I thought like I was it. special. You didn't say you like PCs. It's fine. It's fine. The yes. severance is going to buy me a new one. See? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just, you know what I mean? Providing like that type of... Or people come to me all the time and be like... This goes back to the consultant side. Like, yo... um, I need a rollout strategy. And it's like, bro, like, people keep going ask me. Like, I can't just keep doing it. I need to organize it in a way that makes yeah. sense or whatever. Um, but I need to find a way to give away money. So, like, we're building in a, like, nonprofit wing and stuff of mm-hmm. it, too, where we're able to, like, give away, like, grants and scholarships and, like, funds to mm-hmm. especially minority creatives that yeah. don't normally have access to that type of stuff. Like, you know, part of the reason why we bought this Zoom is because... I found out after the fact that, um, like, over in, like, California, like, a lot of people record their whole projects and stuff on Zooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, well, let me buy tools and resources that we can then, you know, repurpose for people to be able to do shit with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, even with Flypaper, like, Flypaper was really cool um, for setting a cultural tone, like, for... Yeah, just setting a tone. Like, you know, there is culture here to digest or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that there was many other people, many other publications 
that was doing that or that started doing that since I stopped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that it was re- really good for actually helping people's like careers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I do a write-up on an artist, especially if it's just like a song drop or something. Like, If it's not an in-depth, like, you know, interview, like, we dig into your story and, and profile mm-hmm. them and stuff like that, then, like, yo, let's say if I did something for you, Joey dropped, you know, Jenga 3, uh, mm-hmm. go check it out. You know what I mean? He's rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's rapping. <laughs> yeah. He's doing that one thing. <laughs> yeah. You know how he gets down. Go show him some love. Let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Like, bro, that doesn't do anything for anybody. Like, people don't read anymore. Yeah. You feel me? Like, they just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just something to be, like, invested in. Like Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not already a fan of the person, mm-hmm. then me putting that is not going to help you at all. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and so I was like, well, what can I do? What can I create that will actually help to change people's careers? That can actually help to elevate their shit up or whatever. And like that was kind of the driving force behind like creating ETC mm-hmm. and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Like, no, you know, it's, 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 it's good. Like, it's good and I, I think it's necessary because like I, I feel like a lot of people go to different places like they go to LA they go to New York they go to Chicago they go to Atlanta and other places because like they feel like it can't be done here or we just don't have the resources or a lot of times it's like I know speaking as like a musician like, a lot of times we just sit back and be like, yo, people don't really give a shit until, like, you leave or whatever. And so it's like, I've always been telling you since day one, like, it's cool that you fucking care. Like, mm-hmm. you care about what people do, like, the the breakdown, the album breakdown, like, on Twitter and shit like that. Like, I think that's exceptional, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, like... Oh, thank you. <laughs> but and like even like that, I need to put it somewhere that yeah. makes sense. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, and, and just, like... Like, it, it, it matters. It matters, mm-hmm. and it's important. So, commend you for that. I think that there's something really powerful in doing something this yeah. simple of saying, yo, like, niggas matter yeah. and shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like, and that's really, like, my whole life's work and shit right mm-hmm. now. It's like, yo, Columbus, that's why my name is what it is yeah. on Twitter. Columbus matters. Columbus matters. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. people think that, like, it's more like a, like, you know, these are this is news or like no it's mm. not news I'm, that's a statement you yeah. see what I'm saying mm-hmm. and yeah I don't know if I can do anything I just want people to know that like they shit is important mm-hmm. this stuff you yeah. know because a lot of it is like mm-hmm. bro there's some tracks or whatever there's some music I've listened to that's literally you know what I'm saying like saved my life or whatever mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying yeah. like uh I was in college, depressed, or whatever, listening to P. Black's uh, Welcome to the Doldrums, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like, that, along with some songs from Cuddy, and, mm-hmm. and Drake, and Yay, or whatever, like, that's the type of stuff that kept me going, kept me moving, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, bruh, that shit's important, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? There would be no me if mm-hmm. there wasn't for that. Yeah. So, if you can do anything for at least one person, then... 
<laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it all matters. Mm. It, that goes back to what you were saying about like just enjoying the tier that you're on mm. or whatever. So, Process, like, yeah, it's crazy. When is uh your project coming up? Uh, pro- more than likely next year. It just depends on like when. Um, like, I'm just working to finish everything up now, mm. and then get a whole plan of how around how to put it out Word. and stuff like that. Like I'm still like I'm I'm still in like writer mode kinda. Oh, uh, so it's not done yet. S- nah, gotcha. so like I'm well. I had like a few songs. I was like, these are going on the project, blah blah blah. And then I was like, all right. Now I quit my job. I'm writing more, and I'm like, oh shit, now nah, this is cool. Mm. Throw this one on there. Or let's throw this one on there. So now I have like a big <laughs> a, a lot of music. So now it's just like, all right. Let's put this all out and figure out how we want to do it. Mm. So, do you have an name for it yet? Yeah, you I can't do. Talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, cause yeah, my, my manager be mad. I get. That's <laughs> another thing that like we created of etc. You know, like the AP wire. AP wire. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the news wire. Oh, like the, uh, social, social press. press. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like I've been working on. Like this new idea is called mm-hmm. the creative wire, and it's like anytime there's like news and stuff that needs to go out, mm-hmm. then hashtag then like the creative wire, then yeah. we can like put in and mm-hmm. distribute it out to yeah. the people and shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, that shit's important, bro. Like, mm-hmm. just there's a lot of fishbowl mentality where like you know you'll drop. A uh, food color dropper inside of your bowl of water, and everything turns red. Mm-hmm. And everything so you're like, look, we everywhere and shit. Yeah. But bro, like, you're only on the shelf in mm-hmm. the fish store or whatever. Yeah. It's not actually like going wow. out. But if you drop that food drop into a bunch of different fish bowls and just out to as many people as possible, it's like now the whole fucking store is red. Yeah. You know, so and even if it's only the store that's red, that's more than just your shelf. Yeah. You know, and then maybe you know somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I digress. No, that's... I when mean, you do, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, make sure you <laughs> let me know. You know what I mean? We'll, yeah. Yeah, send some snippets. Yeah, we'll do some <laughs> content. I also, like, want to, like, take it like those breakdowns and stuff mm-hmm. that you were just talking about and do on Twitter. I want to do them more in line mm-hmm. with the artists and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm going to sit down with Sarab. Um, he, he told me he's going to send me his... Uh, project this week mm-hmm. and everything and we're gonna like go through it like track by track and like yeah. talk about like each yeah. of the joints or whatever that's like that's super cool cause I think a lot of people make especially right now a lot of people make some really dope music and have really profound stories about it mm-hmm. and like we don't have access to a genius exactly to like say like oh what the beginning of the second verse means mm-hmm. or like to break down like the whole project or whatever but i'll never forget my bad did i interrupt you no uh i'll never forget uh damn it, it was one of trek and sir rob's collapse i don't know if it was on carried by six or if it was on trek's project free mind i think it was for your mind yeah. the beginning of the verses like i wrote this verse while yeah, damn, what did he say? It's Sarab's lyric. Mm. I was like, I, I fell asleep working on my sound. That's it. Yeah. I fell asleep working on my sound. And that's a reference to 
something that Jerome had yeah. written. Like one of the best songs ever, all day. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, bro, the money on me now, bro. Like <laughs> that type of a fucking, you know what I mean? Like you see, yeah. like you see how like deep that type of shit yeah. goes or whatever. It's like, it's like when I heard uh, um, Jay in the first time on uh, Washington, he's like, yeah, don't judge me because <laughs> I definitely should have knew this beforehand. But fuck it, like like how you're just getting to comment like that's mm-hmm. how I am with Biggie. I don't really like Biggie's old records. Mm-hmm. Like I know this blasphemous to say, but it's, it's real right. talk. And uh, he was like, you know, uh, I'm about to go Michael Jackson, Tyson. Yeah, yes. he's like, mm-hmm. you know, they go Jackson, Tyson, action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, that bar was so hard when I heard it. And then to find out there was a, it was a biggie. biggie reference. It's like, oh, that's even doper. Or like when yeah. Wayne did the same shit on Mr. Carter. Yeah. Like, I swear to every day when I leave the surface, go be above me. Yeah. Feet in the dirt. I still go on Rap Genius today just to make sure, Damn. like, I know the meaning of something. And, like, yeah. that helps bring it back home and make it relatable when, mm-hmm. like, it tells you where it's from or if it's a reference or what they really meant. Like, that's important. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fun for me. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's just the nerd. No, me, but I mean, <laughs> it's, I it's, it's so much fun. Too, like, it's so much fun for like, me. Like I'll watch a movie. Like I was just watching Irishman. Oh, I didn't make it's it all the way through great. yet. It's great. I watched like three times. And mostly in one sitting. Cause no, in one sitting. But like I was on there, and and literally the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, all right, man. Let me let me hit Google. Like, yeah, because like, all was, the characters are saying the names. Yeah, they're that. saying like all the names, like Sal Bugliano or whatever his name is, like, and how they died. Yeah, I was looking that. all that up the whole movie, like. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's the difference between people that write and people that just put bars on paper. Mm-hmm. Like writers, they weave stories yeah. inside of it, make references, yeah. and illusions. And that's what makes it timeless because you can keep going back, listening to it. You pick up on something new, or the story like resonates with you. Like that's what makes quality music yeah. to me. And it keeps the old shit alive. Yeah, whatever. like you go back and listen to that Jarrell song. Somebody that's listened to this might be like, "Yo, what's the song that he was talking about?" And then go and back. Now they yeah. listen to Trek and Surround. <clears throat> Maybe that makes them a fan of both of them because yeah. they never heard them before, like sampling and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, yeah. You go back and you hear the original shit like, oh, just the shit hard. Yeah. Oh, this is the same nigga that made the music for the cast. Oh yeah. shit. Oh, he got an album coming out next February. Oh, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. all connected. Type yeah. Like, I I think something that especially black people here we don't, and I mean this like all all of Ohio because I mean even up in Cleveland I have issues, but like when black creatives do something it's not like a place where people want to like talk about it and like i feel like a lot of people don't want to be fans mm-hmm. until like you until have no choice yeah. yeah you have no choice but to be a fan or it's just like oh they from columbus or they're from cleveland or they're from ohio Let's so claim them. i gotta root for them <laughs> regardless and then they say hey i see you doing your thing yeah and you don't do you don't listen to me. <laughs> like do you <laughs> you know like, but it's fuck out of here dog but like I felt like a while ago, we had a whole lot of things, and it was like, oh, this person's talking about this. Like, that's how I found out who Corey Parks was, like, through... The Bizarre. Yeah. That's the Bizarre, the yeah. That's yeah. the name of it. <laughs> Sorry, I told you to go fuck with me. <laughs> um, like, through Flypaper, um, the one that... Uh, Ohio, Ohio Streets. Streets, yeah. Um, there's another one. Animal House. Animal House. Mm-hmm. There's one that I'm thinking of. I can't remember it. 
But like, yeah, but that's how I found out about a lot of stuff. And like, when a lot of them stopped, I was like, no. What the fuck am I going to do? He's like, bro, you know what's wild? You know, a double little podcast? The Socially Mm -hmm. Unacceptable podcast? Mm -hmm. They told me, when I went on there, they told me that um, a lot of their like early guests, actually all their early, all their guests period or whatever, they said that they found out by listening to to the drummer speak and like hearing either their songs like on the breaks mm-hmm. or like people that we had interviewed or whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this person has an interesting story. I want to go dive in deeper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like people think that those type of shits don't matter, but yeah, they, they do, do. You see what I'm saying? They do. Yeah, and like on like the wider scale, like if pigeons and planes, complex, two dope boys, and I'm mm-hmm. like early on like if they were talking about a rapper from Chicago Chance the Rapper and I'm seeing his name on Genius and I'm seeing his name on Two Dope Boys and I'm seeing his name on this and that and that and that I'm like who the fuck is this what is what is acid rap mm-hmm. check it out and then I see like people like Absol and I'm like oh shit I really like Absol so let me listen to the video or watch the video and boom now I'm a fan of Chance the Rapper. And yeah. it's literally just because I saw his name on this platform, this platform, this platform, this platform that I fuck with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then so exactly. happened to go see a new song by them, like, yeah. back back then, so going, like, hot new hip-hop. Crazy. Like, oh, yeah. here's it's a song. Infrastructure, yeah. bro. Like, that's what I keep... But, like, that's what I mean when I say mm-hmm. infrastructure. is like a real... You know what I mean? Yeah. Industry. I, yeah. But not industry in the... Yeah. You know what I mean? I I used to wonder how like all those sites kept up with the news and what was going on. Like this is how like mm-hmm. somebody started it and yeah. kept going. Like mm-hmm. you have to if no one's going to do it. That's how you start it. Yeah, you know I have a lot of respect for like nothing but vibes what they're doing and shit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. a really like innovative way of getting music and stuff out, mm-hmm. and then also like documenting like new people's growth and shit like that. Yeah, I'll. Let, pff, I'm waiting for it. It's a new one coming either today or sometime this week because mm-hmm. it's usually beginning of the month. Yeah, but it'll like, be the first day of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I love that. I just throw it on shuffle. I find some stuff. I'm like, who is this? I hit toe up. He's like, yo, this is, this person's from here. I'm like, fuck out. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole, man. You you get it. Yeah. You know the vibes. Yeah. I, and like, <laughs> I, at the end of the day, I'm I'm a music fan. Like I love music and I love where I'm from. Like I was the kid in seventh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade that used to get all the Chip the Ripper songs. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the one that put everybody in in white suburban area orange onto mm-hmm. like Pugutta. Al Fats, like mm-hmm. that was me. <laughs> like when I was in seventh grade, I had a CD spreading like, the culture. Yeah. See, bro, that's why I got you on this list. Not explicitly Joy H. The first one was talking about the people that were trying to reach and provide service for mm-hmm. the music enthusiasts. Yeah, you know saying like, like, and, and pretty much like the way that you are talking about like wanting to document everything, and like a lot of people ask me what's the difference between like Cleveland and Columbus. And I'm like, in Cleveland, the the structure has been there since, like, Bone Thugs and stuff. Yeah. But the only thing now is, like, since it's such, since the structure is already there, when that, there's no innovation. They don't, they don't care about the new shit no more. Mm-hmm. Like, so in that, in that 
in that whole argument, everybody like, oh man, like, who gutter made better music? But it's like this. Bro, somebody said fucking Gerald Levert, bruh. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, and I mean, like, and, and I'm just speaking, like, on the rappers and stuff, it's like, there are so many dope artists in Cleveland right now that don't get any, like, like no type of burn at mm-hmm. all. And it's like, and people be like, yeah, Cleveland music is hot, blah, blah, blah. And then they don't mention any, and they always revert back to everything early. Like, oh, Corey Bates, blah, blah. It's like. But that was two decades ago. I'm like, like come on, like. That's not like, don't, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's West Will, it's Nuke Franklin, it's Unknown Phrases, it's Case Bars, like, Kip Stone. Names, yeah. Like, those people are hot artists that just. The goal for ETC, man, is like, <laughs> once we build the, the system and stuff here in Columbus, like, I want to take it and drop it in other cities and stuff too, mm-hmm. to, like, be able to organize in, like, other places yeah. and everything as well. Yeah. So, that's Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. You got any like questions about it though? Like I know I've been like saying I wanted to like tell you about it, but I mean, kind of like a guinea pig because yeah. like I've been like slowly. Ro- mm-hmm. We're still in beta right now, so mm-hmm. like we're yeah. live, but we're not live. Mm-hmm. Um, January one, we're like fully functional live, mm-hmm. right? Um, so just working out kinks. Like I mean, even when we leave in January, like it's still gonna be rough or whatever. Like yeah. in the beginning, but um, you know, like one of the first few artists that. Like, I've actually explained in depth and detail, like, oh, this is what we're yeah. doing and shit. Like, you have, like, any questions or, like, feedback or things um, that you, like, would want to see? Like, I'm trying to see, like, how... I, I really like that app idea. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really like that a lot, like, as far as, like, feedback and stuff, because, like, I have Bleacher Report on my phone. Exactly. Um, I took off ESPN. Yeah, I, I I don't even know what he's... <laughs> I, I got Bleacher Report on Twitter, like, everything. Yeah. And, like, Cause they... Because they fired Jamel. They, yeah. For me. Yeah. But, yeah. That's... Me too. I just want to do... You know what I mean? <laughs> Look but, at these kings taking a stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, they... uh, But, like, Bleacher Report, they'll send me an update, and all I need is, like, the top icon. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't... I, I don't really open the app as much unless I need to, like, find something out. Like, when they games are and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. that top notification bar to just be, like, Cavs beat so-and-so today, or mm-hmm. Ohio State game starts, like, whatever. It's, it's stuff like that that I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Russell has a crazy, has another triple-double, like, yeah. I have notifications that tell me, like, what to send me. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, yeah, I think that, I think that's really cool. Yeah, like, I wanted to be, like, exactly, that's my vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably, I don't, I don't even want to put, like, a timeline on it or whatever mm-hmm. because of, you know, building yeah. an app is difficult and shit. But, uh, like, the same way, I'm a, you know, I'm a big Browns fan or whatever. And when I'm just thirsty for, like, Browns content, like, I'll go to the Bleacher, because, like, I try searching on Twitter and it's hard to, like, find shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I go to the Bleacher Report, I can just hit, like, my favorite team. And then yeah. it has all the tweets that's relevant to it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, box scores. And then, like, lineup. Like, all yeah, everything that I could possibly want for it, mm-hmm. you know? And I want to be able to do that. And I also want to be able to create space for the artists to talk to their fans and shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Instagram, with the way that the algorithms and shit is all fucked yeah. up, like, 
it's hard to directly connect with the mm. fans and like some people are able to incubate you know fan bases like on their website or create forums or Facebook groups and everything like that but um, everybody just doesn't have the know-how or even the vision to be able to bring that to fruition and stuff you know mm-hmm. the people that win are the ones that are but um, just because you don't have that skill set that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be successful yeah you know like if you're not a visionary like that but you're an incredible musician like you should still be able to you know what I mean yeah so mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited I'm Word. excited Word. what about you you got any questions to hear no I know all about it <laughs> <laughs> she said you won't stop fucking talking to me about this shit <laughs> I'm very close to you hey where oh uh, I mean, like I said, this wasn't nothing formal. I don't even know where I'm going to put this out at. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to put it out into the drummer's feed, uh, feed or if I'm going to put it out on um, a new, like, just, like, pure ETC mm-hmm. like, feed or, or what. So I don't have an outro or nothing yeah. like that. I'm just going to stop on the recording. I'll probably cut all this shit out. And I, mm-hmm. I hope uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, this is all just... Yeah, it's formal. Yeah. But I don't want to stop in case you said something... You know, profound afterwards. <laughs> After he thinks we stopped recording. <laughs> well, now I'm saying like, you're like, yeah, you know, because that's happened before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, 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 let me hit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me record, let me get this. Yeah. I appreciate you. Like, yeah, nah, I appreciate, like, it's, it's stuff like this. Like, this is, this is stuff that matters. Like, a lot of people don't, I can't, like, articulate everything on Twitter, nor do I want to, like, like, be on Twitter and like, like rant or not rant, but like speak speak how I feel sometimes because mm-hmm. people take it as like, I oh, mean Joe's just talking or whatever and don't really pay attention to me, but they yeah. got they got you, <laughs> they got you. Like, hey, that's his. Okay. <laughs> bro, honestly, I don't think a lot of people do Twitter as well as I do. You do Twitter so well. I can't tell that sarcasm. No, about. you do. You do. You do Twitter I, well. I mean, people be on there. I'm not gonna tweet. Right, <laughs> you know what's wild is that there's a lot of people that see my tweets and shit, and like they take it home with them, like not literally like screenshot or nothing, <laughs> but like they'll like see something they said or a conversation that like I'm a part of or whatever, and they don't like it. They don't retweet it. They don't like respond mm-hmm. to it or anything like that. They don't subtweet or yeah. any like I would never know that they you know, took that content and, like, digested it, mm-hmm. except for the fact that, like, if I see him at the bar or I see him at, like, yeah. or like, hey, yeah, you know how you were saying that one thing? Like, mm-hmm. I really agree with that. Or, mm-hmm. or like, I get texts often. Yeah. Like, often, often. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, like, I really appreciate you saying that. Like, it made me go back and mm-hmm. revisit this. Or, yo, finally somebody said it. Or, hey, you was dead-ass wrong. Like, I get all that type of shit. <laughs> you dead-ass wrong. <laughs> yeah. You loud and you wrong. Yeah, I get that one a lot, too. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, uh, like, sometimes people, um, they're like, I'm just responding to what you just said. You see, this is why you stop recording. <laughs> I didn't tell you to. Why are you trying joking. to make a point? I'm just joking with you. But, uh, like, responding to what you said about, like, uh, how people just be like, oh, nobody's listening or whatever. Uh, sometimes when people are trying to tear me down and be like, you be saying all that shit and don't know, you don't never get no traction, no engagement, no nothing mm-hmm. or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can't always believe everything that you see or yeah, that you don't see. Yeah. yeah, because just because you don't see any activity 
doesn't mean that there's not, not any activity. Yeah. And yeah, that was just something I learned a long time ago. And there's also stuff I don't I don't like on Twitter because then Twitter has found a way to like put Joey Itch like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, on people's timelines you don't even follow. Yeah. And I look I look a little sideways sometimes, but I try not to because I know that people like things for many different reasons, mm-hmm. like yeah. just to be look at it later or because yeah. of a certain point of it or just for whatever. So yeah. I can't really take that as an endorsement from you, but it's yeah. very, very easy to do so if you're not that person that can take that bias out mm-hmm. of it yeah. and look at it objectively. One of the things that I had to stop doing is that like sometimes I'll see a tweet and like I'll agree with like one line out of it and mm-hmm. like that's what I'll speak it to mm-hmm. and so like I'll quote tweet it and then like somebody will press me and be like like yo like what about all the, the rest of the shit that was I was like no I was just talking about this right that here that happened funny. to yeah. me the other day and like I've just gotten to a point where I don't care to explain myself because I know what my intention was mm-hmm. and come at me if you want to I'm just gonna like oh that <laughs> definitely like, triggers something in you but like mm-hmm. I was focused on this part because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm able to dissect those things mm-hmm. and do that so, but I think it's very interesting that you feel like people wouldn't really like listen to you if like you well, went on your rants online. Well, not like not like rants, but everybody doesn't rant well. Like, yeah, and, and also like, also like, instead of, I could go on Twitter and I can explain a song right now, and I could do it like really well, and it'd be like a, a whole bunch of tweets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to some people, they just see like me tweeting a lot, whereas like. If I'm having a conversation with Malcolm and I'm talking about it, I could go off of like a question and like even with Q&A or something like that, like I could say like, yo, I want to do a and a on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And if nobody interacts, I just look like an idiot online. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, bro, I, I was looking for, you know, conversation or whatever. I was looking for, you know, trying to get some type of engagement. But me and Malcolm are having, or you're just having a conversation right here. Like, somebody can listen to this and be like, oh, now I know how Joe feels about X or, you and know. there whatever. is something to be said about putting something out there and then nobody responding to it. And then it makes it, like, it's damaging to your public yeah. perception. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I gives a fuck about this guy, so why should I type mm-hmm. shit? You know what I mean? I guess for me, because, like. I haven't really talked to you before. Like, mm-hmm. I think I met you one other time at the podcast when y'all were still recording at Capitol and, like, you came and dropped off something to Malcolm then you left. Mm-hmm. And I was still an intern. Sure. Yeah, I still go. yeah, yeah, I was still, I was an intern. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like, I would pay attention. I would think more so that people would interact with you, but mm-hmm. that's just me being me and then mm-hmm. me seeing you as who I know you to be, like in that light and mm-hmm. as an artist yeah. so for me i'm just like oh yeah people of course like you know joey h right <laughs> and people are just like no i'm just like oh you don't I'm like oh that's odd mm-hmm. like so for me like that's just a little crazy to understand like you think i'm gonna interact with you or like have you tried it or like yeah, have you tried it because <laughs> like those are thoughts that like i have um mm-hmm. just in tapping into my own creativity and things yeah. that i want to do now like i put myself out there the other day like doing like an etc plug kind of thing and i'm just like no one would even pay attention to me like that mm-hmm. and they kind of did i'm just like oh yeah so the, that's my like i guess tinier way of thinking mm-hmm. so i just wouldn't expect you to feel that same yeah. way looking at you in that light mm-hmm. and like like for for example something that i did last year or 20 what 18 um for my album if money growing trees when i dropped the mm-hmm. album on my website i wrote this like letter basically to my audience 
basically I just got kind of drunk and just like a week before the album I just wrote like my thoughts about the album the support I've been getting and where I plan on going and I just wrote this big paragraph and I put it on my website mm-hmm. and then I was like trying to direct people there to like listen to or read that before listening to the album and like not too many people like respond. I don't know who read it like I don't I don't I, I wouldn't know see the marketing the marketer in me is going to say that's not a, that's not to speak to mm-hmm. people wanting to engage with you mm-hmm. just might not have been the right place to yeah. put it where you would have gotten that engagement because mm-hmm. I'm sure you would have in another yeah. place and like even just like I don't I did I was like I don't know who's gonna read this or anything but like now I've changed things where like I could just do like a, a newsletter so mm-hmm. the people that I'm speaking to the people who like are subscribers to they intentionally yeah. want to read this yeah, stuff exactly tapping into the people that want to know your with you is know so your important. audience that's that's something that i i've been on recently now like i a lot of times people be like oh man so-and-so doesn't like they don't whatever and it's like nah these people do mm-hmm. like i'm i have like a whole bunch of stuff that i just want to do for the people Make things bigger by making it smaller. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you can capitalize off of the audience. Like, you can capitalize off of knowing what your niche is yeah. and who's there for you and your craft. Like, it, it sounds weird, but, like, why would I book out Scully's as a venue and not have that many people there when I could book out a smaller venue, have a whole bunch of people who want to be there in there? Like, that's that's how I just see, like, a lot of stuff now. When I was in uh, college, right? did I ever tell you about the indie arts versus blockbuster? No. I had a theory back when I was in college, and I was, you know, shifting the culture and stuff. And then, <laughs> I'm dead ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> like uh, when we were coming up with programming, uh, I was a president of the Ebony Brotherhood Association, mm-hmm. and also with uh, um, my chapter of Alpha. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would tell, like you know, my orgs are like, "Yo, think small indie art film." that is going to win awards at, like, the Keynes Festivals and, and all that type of stuff. And that'll spread, like, wildfire, excuse me, wildfire yeah. um, <laughs> to the critics and everything like that and the buzz and everything like that, rather than creating a blockbuster, trying to get as many people there as possible and it just being, like, another Transformers movie or whatever. Yeah. Like, let's throw an intimate mixer where everybody leaves feeling like that's the best thing that they went to all year rather than trying to throw... A big banger with hundreds yeah. of people there that's like I can get this anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um like that's kind of the approach I've taken like my entire life, everything yeah. and that's like if I'm talking to, you know, thirty people on the podcast, we, we talk to way more than thirty people. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way more. But, yeah. <laughs> but if if I'm talking to thirty people on the podcast, I want those thirty people to know like, yo, like I really care yeah. about your listening experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what has helped us to go on for 170 something episodes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I digress. No, it's yeah. just. I I just don't want to. I just don't want to cheat the people who who do support. And mm-hmm. I used to do that like a while ago, like when I was much younger, and I didn't really understand. I was like, man, people not really rocking with me, blah blah blah. Yeah, but there are. Like, people, am I not good enough? Yeah, like, yeah that's such a slap in the face yeah. as a fan or as a supporter, as people that are really there trying yeah. to help you. And like now, it's just like, all right, 
I want to figure out who those people who are in this and like doors always open like mm-hmm. it's not like a man y'all weren't here before like no nah, like you're like let's yeah, yeah. but I, I, I'll remember the first 10 people I'll remember the first 30 people who were on this bus like mm-hmm. and now I'm just giving exclusive I, I want to give exclusive content to people like exclusive shows and stuff like that where I'm not going to promote this publicly but the people who subscribe will know about it and mm-hmm. if they choose to tell more people cool but like it's for y'all. I'm about to be on the same shit, honestly. Um, like, I'm step- moving in a different direction. Like, as far as, like, what I'm trying to do, like, as far as, like, orange soda and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. And I think I want to get more to a vibe where, like, it's more intimate and stuff. Like, yeah. if you're tapped into the network and everything, then, like, come through. And yeah. if you're not, then you just miss out. Yeah. And and not even, like, a... not. I, and I don't want to make it seem like it's, like, a you missed out. It's just, like... To to say you know what Pusha said like if you know you know like yeah. exactly <laughs> and like if you know if, you know like if I if I play a new song say I have a show say the show next week next Saturday or this Saturday it's this week yeah, right? if, if I have a show and you I got literally started yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like and I play nothing but new music and that? I don't announce it are you doing that I'm not doing that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like if I play all new music right. and people are like and people who are there heard the new music they're like wow we just heard new music like this is the new Joe Yates shit I don't have like I don't want to announce it and say like hey y'all I'm doing all new music at the show this Saturday blah 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 like if you're there you that's heard it. my first time that's your reward for being there yeah. my first time hearing Lux Bucket by Trig mm-hmm. was that um, he was supposed to perform at Confess. He moved it over to uh, Bossy Girl Pinup because it got rained out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like his first time performing there, mm-hmm. and uh, like he did. Let's and I like I was like, yo, this what is, is this this is like the most crazy song I've ever heard. And then put it out for another two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And everything. It's like, I, like, bro, that shit yeah. was like fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just grateful that I was here for mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? And people people remember that. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I I feel like people remember a lot of the the stuff when they're when they're there in the moment. Like I will never forget Orange Soda Festival. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like that was incredible. I will never forget the Orange Soda uh, at Avalon. Yeah, like, same. I will never same. Like, like, first off, I won't die. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> The, the you won't Jam- forget for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jameson shots were crazy, but like that was a special night. Yeah, and, and stuff like that, like being a part of moments like that, to be able to tell other people and whatnot, and even if it just comes up in passing, like never forget the bizarre. Yeah, mm-hmm. never. Like, and, and it's just it's just stuff like that. Like I want to make things more special for the people who are are with it. Yeah, like, like you know, I I send you stuff like early on times. Like, yeah, yeah you should come in, like it's coming this week. Thanks, bro. I can't wait for the show on Saturday, bro. And so Rob is uh doing a uh, we speak, Nan Tunes we speak later this okay. month. Did he already tell you? Nah. Uh, yeah, we're bringing in a singer from Indianapolis mm-hmm. and uh, bringing him back, bringing Rick Sexton back, the saxophone player mm-hmm. from Cleveland. And uh, one of the singers from the Triangles from Dayton mm-hmm. and everything. Like, yeah, it's going to be like yeah. a, a fire-ass night and shit, bro. Like, 
it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Like, uh, I I think that a lot of stuff is being done here. That like, it's big. It's big. So I just emailed me. He must have heard me talking about the slide. No. Hey, but that um. There's a podcast, and I just put it inside the uh, the ETC Slack earlier today. Okay. There is, like, some podcasting options that you can record live and, like, broadcast it. And, like, people can send in, like, voice memos, Questions. so it's like a radio type shit. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> but, yeah, man. That's uh, pretty much it. Like, yeah. as far as ETC shit go, like, um, it's going live January 1, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's live now. People can subscribe, like, mm-hmm. and we have just under 50 subscribers and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And um, my goal by my birthday is to have 2,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hmm? March 26th. Oh, okay. I was on the 24th. Damn. Yours on the 24th? No, no, no. Mine's December 20th. My birthday is in 18 days. Oh, I was, I was like, damn, the 24th of March. That's my little brother. No. Mm. When's your birthday? February 26th. Nobody oh. cares about your birthday. So. Wait, isn't that like... <laughs> that's so... Uh, that's an, that's not an appealing birthday. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not an appealing it's birthday. It's like not fun. 224? Why? February birthdays are just... I, it's, they're I not... What's wrong with February? They're not appealing. They're not. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, Why? Oh, because, uh, like, I guess there's nothing, like, going on, or... Well, the weather sucks. The weather sucks, like, and it's, like, such a wild card. It is. Like, it's, like, especially in Cleveland, my birthday was growing up. It's, like, oh, man, you know, I want to bring cupcakes to the school, blah, 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 like, have my mom come, and the whole class have cake, whatever. Oh, no school, like... And, and then we get a snow day. You <laughs> mm. <laughs> look so soft. Look at him. Or, like... <laughs> Or like, yeah, for my birthday, <laughs> we want to go and do so-and-so, and then it snows crazy. Mm. Okay, that's fair. See, I was always on winter break for my birthday, so I never really, I never got the whole, like, cupcakes thing. Like, they could try it maybe the last day of school that week, mm-hmm. but I would still be, like, the 17th. Yeah. And so the 20th comes around, and I'm just like, so, <laughs> now what? I, um... Uh... Yeah, I just never really cared about my birthday. So oh, I do. <laughs> I have like a real like problem. People trying to combine my birthday and Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. do not combine my birthday and Christmas. Uh, so don't get you a birthday Christmas gift. No. So you I won't accept it. And Christmas. Yes, if what? you even if oh, you have to buy it together, just separate. I'll give you one yeah. to say, and one five days later. Just acknowledge that my Why? day is mine. Why do you need a day? There's a lot of days that are yours in the year. Like, I don't know. Why do you need your birthday to be yours? This is that was podcast. cute. Thank World you for tomorrow. saying that a lot of days are mine. Makes me feel real powerful. Okay. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to start some yeah, day. Yeah, let me turn this shit up. All right, so we stopped recording. Uh, you know, we wrapped up the conversation. But then we kept on talking. So here's a little bonus. This is more et cetera with Joey H. Cause he uh he's two years younger than me, so when I was in high school <laughs> when I was when I was in high school, I was uh when I was a senior in high school, he was a sophomore. And like 
I knew him through choir and football, but I didn't like know him. Know him. I just knew like Emory. That's my guy. Like he's a little chunkier dude, bigger <laughs> dude. Like I was like, that's that's my that's my homie Emory. Um, and like after after college or after high school, I graduated, go to Denison, blah blah blah, making music and shit. And I have a whole bunch of people, not a whole bunch of people, but I have people who like. I got through that period where I was like making music and I'm posting all my shit all the time and I'm telling everybody like, yo, like I make music and yeah, the shit was underdeveloped, whatever. But like a lot of my friends from high school started to unfollow me because I was posting too much, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them kind of just fell back or whatever. And then there was a few people who uh, like, I remember I did a show at Park Street Saloon rest in peace good and it was like (laughs) and like i did a show with asheroff and that was like one of the biggest shows i've had and asheroff is like my that's like that's one of my idols role models like like i'm not connected here no that's my that's my guy like i met him i'm I'm not connected i'm not connected i got him right here on the on the text to well to meet somebody in the industry and they like not be a dickhead, like, yeah, he's a, he's a good person. So it's good to see like the people that you listen to when you're younger actually be good people. And uh, so I performed. I opened up for him, and uh, and then like right after that, this dude from my high school who didn't follow me, didn't listen to my music for real, didn't know anything about the music for real, just saw me perform. Was like, yo, I want to manage you. And I'll do it for free and blah blah blah. But like, I'm like, yo, you don't know when I have shows. I had to literally beg you to come to the show in the first place, like all that. So I was like, now I'm gonna pass. Like, I kind of want something that's a little bit more organic and something. You've been here with me, watching. Yeah, like you know me. Yeah. And so then I met Emery, or not met him, but like I saw him after high school so this is probably like 2014 15 and i'm at denison he's at uh ohio state he's like a freshman or sophomore and i had a show over the summer he came to it and he's like yo man like that was a great show blah 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 and we just started texting more and he's like hey i do like marketing stuff like that's what i go to school for um do you mind if i like pitch your music to some people Oh, wow. And at this time, I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, like, go ahead. Like, here's here's the cover art. Here's, like, this story around it, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, all right, thanks, cool. He sends out to some people. I get, like, response from some people and stuff. And, like, after that, I just started to talk to him a little bit more. And he's like, yo, I don't, like, know shit for real. I'm, like, in school for marketing and business and whatnot. I don't know shit, but I just want to help, and you're a homie, and I want to help a homie, so, like, if you don't mind, do you want to, like, work together? I'm like, absolutely, so, ever since then, we've just been working, and, and I told him, like, I don't know shit about the industry, you don't know shit about the industry, but we're gonna learn shit together, and then after a while, I was like, yo, I don't trust anybody else the way that, like, I trust you with music, do you want management? So, that's so dope. That's how it should be, in yeah. my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I see a lot of people ask for like, like, oh, I need new management. And I'm like, yeah, but also you want, I, I feel like you should get somebody that believes in you first. Like, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where I think the best managers come from. That's where it all starts. Yeah. Because if, if you as an artist are already feeling like discouraged mm-hmm. no one else believes me, like that person could be that battery in your back to help you keep yeah. going. Like, because again, you guys are like a team. You guys help each other. Yeah. Even in that instance with Emily, like you're still learning. Like this is yeah. you being able to put some hands on. Like this is my internship for all I yeah. have. Yeah. And we're growing together, learning together. Like, yeah. It's not about the fact that you just want to pass your law. Mm-hmm. Like it's bigger than that. Yeah. And at that time, I'm like, I'm still broke. Like, right. I didn't get paid shit for Like, this. sure, <laughs> I did that, but <laughs> these bills, yeah. like, I don't have anything yet. Yeah. I need help. I'm like, I, you didn't even listen to my album. Like, so how am I supposed to, you know? Mm-hmm. How long has he been your manager? He's officially been my manager since 20... 2017. Like when I officially asked him, it was the fall of 2017. Looking back, like when you when you met him, like would you ever have pictured? No, because <laughs> I mean, like I met him in high school, like. But even in high school, like you had like the passions of doing music, right? Or you were starting yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was like, "What if it was behind closed doors?" Like, yeah, I kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> want to get into music too like in the business side of things yeah. like I don't know how to do this or mm-hmm. like it's just that's interesting to me to see how people's passions or how like what they're meant to do ends up yeah. unfolding mm-hmm. and in my experience just reflection speaking to other people and they can agree with it but it always comes like full circle yeah. with what you were into like when you were younger just something that you found interest in but like you know you're a kid so your interests aren't always your own like mm-hmm. they're guided they're stifled like yeah. they're masked with other people's mm-hmm. but when you come back to like what your purpose is and, like what your why is what makes you feel good like it usually always sparks and it's like damn i did enjoy that back then yeah. didn't i like that to me is like the feeling of knowing the connection it's like i'm supposed to be doing this yeah it's not meant to be. yeah i i've seen that with like a lot of friendships and stuff especially like Sarab. Like that's my, that's my brother. But Never before, <laughs> like, but everybody's like, oh man, you guys met at Denison, you guys made music together, and you guys blah blah blah. But like, me and Rob did. I didn't know Rob made music. Yeah, like I didn't know that at all, um, until our summer going into sophomore year. But as freshmen, we were cool. Like we we're like he played basketball, and I had a friend Khalil. And him and Khalil lived in the same building. So I will always go see Khalil. Mm-hmm. And then I see this big, tall-ass dude, like, laying in his bed, knocked the fuck out. So mm-hmm. me being a freshman, I just took a picture of him. I was like, ah, shit. Like, <laughs> and, and I showed all his friends at lunch. I'm like, yo, look at Rob. Like, look at Rob. <laughs> and so uh, it's like one time at lunch, he started rapping. And I didn't know if it was him or not. And everybody knew Everybody in the freshman class knew me as, like, the the rapper in our class or whatever because, like, I put a mixtape out on our <laughs> Denison Classic 2016 page. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, like, um, he 
he was thinking of transferring and I was thinking of transferring. Like I had my transfer papers like all done. He had his done. Like he was supposed to go to uh I wanna say NYU and transfer and I was gonna go to either OU or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And like I remember talking to him at the end of I wanna say it's sophomore year. Sophomore or no, not sophomore year, but like the spring or no winter of sophomore year. So we were on like Christmas break, yeah. first semester's done. And like he's like, Yeah, I might go to ONU, like got accepted. And I called him at like two o'clock in the morning, like, no, nah, bro, <laughs> no, nah, bro. If you leaving, I'm leaving. Right. Like, we ain't leaving, bro. Like, no. Nah. We ain't leaving. We ain't leaving. <laughs> you leaving, I'm leaving. I ain't leaving. <laughs> right, so we staying. Yeah. And so he eventually stayed in, like, that spring. Because um, that's the summer going into, soft, or going into sophomore year, he made his project. And he put it out. I called him at 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> you make music? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, bro. You know. I- <laughs> I'm like, we should be doing, like, I'm like, we should be doing stuff for, like, forever ago. And then, like, after that, we all, we just got really cool. But we were always just friends before like the music shit and then after the whole transfer shit that happened in sophomore year we we're like all right cool boom like in the spring let's get to work let's go record we went to the studio all the time split studio time drove there and everything and it's been since then like our our senior year college like we got to a point where people are like yo where's joe where's the rock <laughs> In Columbus, working, <laughs> doing music shit at the studio, going to different events and stuff. That's been my guy. Like, and we just been, all right, you got my back, I got your back, boom. That's really nice that you have like those people in your corner that yeah. you can trust where it was like built organically. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about too much of like the trust factor. Like the mm-hmm. external things don't really need me touching up. So you yeah. can focus on actually creating together mm-hmm. and laying the energy being very organic and built up. Yeah. I'm excited to see you guys perform. Yeah. This will be like my first. Are you guys performing together? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, like, I have no you see idea. See what the vibe is like? Yeah, because, I mean, his set is totally different than, like, before. So, I haven't really, I haven't talked to him yet. That's <laughs> in coordinate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got, I got some ideas, but, it, it, I don't know if it goes with the show, so we'll see. Hey, do it all. I'll be there. I'm here to take it all in. So do whatever yeah. you, was on your heart. I will. Make I will. it special. Just for you? Yes. Just enough to make the real come. Yeah, I used to think that he was saying just enough. Just mm-hmm. enough to make it real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to dress it up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm not trying to push it off. Every time I turn to yeah. get into another really good conversation. I'm actually yeah. hungry. I'm going to give you guys some excuses. Yeah. You want me to turn off the recorder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, I'm not turning off the shit. And you said, Hey, turn that shit off. <laughs>